Yeah, what's up? All right, and we are taking your calls at 972-647-1893. Who do you have next, Pierre? So we have uh, Hope Free on uh, line three. Hope Free? Yes. All righty, ring him on. Hello? Good morning, Hope Free. Good morning, good morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was listening to the topic that was being discussed, and I was uh, uh, somewhat enthused about one of the gentlemen, a Vietnam veteran. But, uh, you know, I was thinking on what you said, that, you know, uh, what we have here in this country is capitalism gone amok. And, uh, you know, you can actually say it started with um, Salem, you know, the burning of witches, uh, should I say the widows who had property and uh, they wanted to confiscate them. Over the time, it showed that men with power could use uh, legislative power, or should I say uh, council uh, power to, to more or less bring about what they wanted. Uh, you know, uh, America's been trying to get ready for a race wide ride for a long time, and it started back in the 70s when they were training most of their young children uh, mm-hmm. combat, and later on Columbine happened. But what, I'm a Vietnam veteran also, but what I noticed when I was in military, uh, same people that run our nation, a lot of them didn't even know they left from right, but it was more like the attitude was what they who they knew and not what they knew. And uh, a lot of them was from prestigious families. But what I see here in America, uh, it would be a genocide if black people rose up violently against white America because uh, slowly they start to uh, eliminate eliminate black men from the uh, military. And one of the reasons they said you couldn't come in unless you had an education. They took away the GED. So this took away a large percentage of black men out of the army. Now, if, say, a ride jumped off a black against white, I mean, for racial equality, uh, we would actually be slaughtered as a nation of people here in this country. Uh, You know, I don't see things changing because of the fact that we are in the last days. And uh, I don't think things are going to get right until Jesus comes back. So it's more like... Wait a minute, wait a minute. You said things are not going to get right until Jesus comes back. Now, what who, I mean who, by that, when he stepped foot on the Mount of Olives, because then we won't have no more tears. You understand? No more pain. But right now... Uh, you know, these are trials and tribulations for us as a nation of people. Um, so we shouldn't do nothing until Jesus come back? Well, I mean, we've, we've continued to, to do things because of the fact that we're still here. We're still here in America. And before then, uh, if they had it their way, we would have been uh, distinguished I mean, uh, should I say extinguished during slavery when the hangings? Then when they come out with the crack epidemic, they was trying to uh, eliminate us in large percentage. But the police, they have an agenda. You know, most of their grandparents and great-grandparents, a lot of them who 
who are in the forces, their parents was in the uh, uh, police, and a lot of them was in KKK marches. So a lot of their mentality is hate, deep-rooted. So more or less... Uh, so what do you think we should do? Uh, continue to... Uh, Stay humble under God, because this will going to be done. Wait a minute, wait a minute, but did not God give us a will to protect ourselves? Well, of course, Reverend. I mean, sure, any man can defend himself. Uh, It's just the fact that when you have a principality, let me me put it in this perspective. Uh, Say like the... uh, teachers, for instance. You know why they're not getting paid? Because as long as they can keep Americans ignorant, the more the elite can continue to conquer and well, that, and that, That's true. So, with that in mind, uh, education is essential. And you got more black people educated now than previous. And, uh... Is, are we educated now? Are more people... Uh, m- Grossly miseducated. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, the thing of it is, is that we have more people with their eyes open now, and because you think so? That in the media, uh, because of the fact that you have young people that are standing up and and vocally uh, expressing themselves in ways that black people used to one were used. To used to couldn't do so time has brought about a change but still you wonder if that change is going to happen before the last day um, again because actually what's going over there Ukraine and, and 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 black people you know black people have a lot to be proud about because of the fact that uh, our history goes all the way back you know we were the kings we come from kings and queens you know and the thing of it is, is uh, a lot of black people don't know the history of themselves. When I used to work... Let me ask you something. Who are we in the Bible? Who are we in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I would like to think that uh, I'm an I'm a offspring of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Uh, Who are we in the Bible? Okay, uh... That's such a general question. Who are we, Reverend? Because maybe you can you can tell me that. Well, maybe this is one of one of the great mysteries of our ignorance stems from. We're the children of Israel. Did you know that? I, I believe that in my heart. You didn't say it. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You didn't say you believe that. You didn't tell me that. Well, when you asked, you know... uh, If you knew, you would have answered. Okay. uh, Go ahead. And we're there. We were given certain things we are supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to be last but first. We are the people that God has put his second coming and all of these things he placed on us, making ourselves free. (laughs) We have every opportunity. We do things that we should not do (laughs) and live in a way that we should not live, turn 
uh, own each other instead of turning uh, to each other. We are guilty of these things, and this is what's holding everything up. <laughs> Excuse me. What we should do is continue to humble ourselves before God because His will is going to be done and not ours. Well, so when we are we going to humble ourselves and learn the Bible? You know, that's, that's a good question. Well, that, that, that's what, that's what I asked that question this morning. I'm asking this question this morning. When will we humble ourselves and learn the Bible? But I thank you for your call, sir. I thank you. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Pierre? Eddie is on line one. Eddie? All righty. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, great Reverend. Fine. How are you this morning? Better and better. Better and better. Gooder and gooder, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. Great you know, Reverend, you know, there's so much knowledge that has gone on, and people don't go see about it. You know, when Nehemiah came from Babylon to build that wall up, Tobiah mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Valley, he said, well, we want to talk. And Nehemiah said, I cannot come off the wall. Mm-hmm. He had a spade in one hand and a weapon in another. Mm-hmm. There is no freedom, no revolution without bloodshed. That's right. And God has given us the spirit of timidity, of fear, but of power, and a love and a sound mind. That's individually. Mm-hmm. And like-minded people, if you have like-minded, you may not even know each other, but you're going to meet each other because... Mm-hmm. Birds of a feather flock together. That's right. And see, you're so, you're so right, Eddie, because we don't have a universal mean of thinking. We as black people, we don't. There are certain things that should happen in society and there's certain ways we should go in society. Every black person should think the same thing about that and, and, and really act toward that situation but we don't there are certain things that can happen all white America will think that way about the same situation but we're not we'll be divided and find every excuse in the world not to do this not to do that we, we and, and it's sad but when, right now to be honest if you are if you want to make sure nothing gets done Include a whole bunch of us. We'll make sure yeah. that it won't get done. If you we're know, not leading it, it, if we're not leading it, if we're not doing it, ourselves and not out front, we'll work against it. Amen. It's like a, like a scared dog with his tail between his legs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And boom, and they run. Yeah. Last week you were talking about the person in a certain town somewhere. And they uh, painted certain words on his house or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you, I'm not backing up. My great grandmother used to tell me, now listen, don't let those people kill you. And if you know in your heart you cannot beat them, run until you get an equalizer. Turn around and do the right thing. Yeah. I, I think that, that 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 area was close to where you live out there. Mm-hmm. Allen, Texas. Yeah. What we were talking about last week. 
the man who killed all those people in El Paso came from Allen. Well, KKK is out there big time. Yeah. They're everywhere. Believe me, they're everywhere. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, very brother. Uh huh. And that clears the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have next? Uh, we have Beverly on line two. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? I'm fabulous. I'm going to say like my daddy say. I'm on this side of the dirt, so I'm real good. Yes. Pastor, it's two words I'm going to say again. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one, educated booze. From, uneducated, from uneducated schools. Mm-hmm. The second one is, what was I going to say? I should have said the second one first. It was shorter. But you know what? Until we get, until we learn the system and and know how the system works, we are the creators. That's what I'm going to say. Because if it had not been for you and your wife, you wouldn't have had children. If it had not been for any of us on this earth, It's a reproduction thing. There would be no life. So we are the creators here on earth. And when we recognize how much power we have, that's brainwashed. They have brainwashed those people. The young man calling, he don't know that book. That's why I say I can't follow these young folks. They don't know their head from their behind. They going out with somebody and program them tonight. Who was supposed to be their main teachers? Say that again? Who should have been their main teachers? The young fathers, people, the main teachers. Fathers, but they passed this stuff down through, through the religion of the mothers. It used to be a lot of women in church back then. You didn't hardly see no men in church. They, you, didn't, you didn't see that. It was the mothers and the children. That was to get control of you right there. We need to stop people. My mother used to say all the time, use your head for more than a hat rack. And I asked her one day, what does that mean? Don't just put a head up there and think out of your brain. Mm-hmm. They, that's why if you're not thinking for yourself, they thinking for you, and that's what they do. They done wrote that stuff down in that book, and we going off that book, they, and they got us in a mode where we want, we got a mansion in heaven. I asked my cousin, in heaven, what about on earth? Don't you want to see this stuff before you leave here to go to heaven? Well... And do 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 a world with that book. You know what else? I started off having a problem with that book as a child, especially when I got to uh, what was those two Adam and Eve son, Cain and Abel, killing each other. That just really that destroyed me right there. It started from killing there, and it go all the way to Revelation. Then it tell you to come out of her. Well, how many we done lost between Genesis? And that's not, the, uh, Genesis is ISIS, the generation of ISIS people. That's, that's the beginning of this stuff. Genesis, they got everything coded where we can't pick it up. And we won't go seek it. And you are so right. We perish for the lack of knowledge. Uh, you, we have to figure out why are these people doing this to us? We're the only race because we are the gods. Remember back in the day, Mary Mary and them had it out. The God in me. We don't know who we are. We sit up here and let these people dictate us, and I'm looking at them. This, this world was built off of corrupt, nothing but corrupt. And I'm looking at these presidents and all of this stuff. This is exposure time. I've been saying it all along. 
this have not just started. It's been do- they've been doing it all along. They're getting caught and it's being exposed. Okay, I thank you and I thank you for your call. Here comes the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have next, Pierre? Next is uh, Tim on uh, line three. Good morning, Tim. Hey, how you doing, Brother Barnett? Fine, how are you? I, I'm doing fine. I've been listening to the callers. I, you know, I appreciate all of them calling in because it motivates me because the common theme is blackness. You know, they, they all have a concern about our, our people, and that's something that uh, everybody needs to have. So I just wanted to call in and let you know that, uh, that let these people know that they're doing a good job by caring about us as a people. All righty. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. All right, it's it's 8 o'clock. Have the barrister called yet? Yes. He's on the line? Yes, he's on the line four. Line four? Okay. Well, we still got a few seconds. Bring up up another one. Just give it. So we have uh, Steve on line one. All righty. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, brother. Yes. How are you this morning? You I'm, I'm fine. fine. I just want to uh, point out that the judge over the Tatiana uh, Jefferson case uh, made a statement of, about a gag, a gag uh, order. And I don't understand how a gag order covers city council people or politicians from speaking about a case where they're not privy to all the facts of the court uh, proceeding. Could you explain that to me? I tell you what, we have a lawyer on. We usually talk about something else, but we'll ask him that question this morning. Maybe he can explain it more in detail. But I thank you for your call. We're going up against a short break, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information in Open Forum. First, I'd like to invite you to worship with us tomorrow morning, 9.30, Sunday morning, 9.30, on Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr., Reverend Marion Barnett Sr., Heavenly Joy Church. So worship with us tomorrow morning. 9.30. But right now, we'd like to welcome to our Kino Inn hotline the barrister himself, uh, attorney Malcolm Robinson. Good morning, barrister. Well, good morning. How are you doing? And Happy New Year to you and all the audience. All right. Happy New Year's to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Will yeah. New Year's bring new problems, same old problems in the new year? What's going on? Well, I know people are, those who haven't, are preparing to pay their property taxes, which, which is due uh, mm-hmm. on the 31st of January. So uh, just a reminder, make sure you pay those property taxes on time so you don't get delinquent on your property taxes. But, and, uh, uh, don't they go up every day after that date? Well, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's uh, penalty and interest. And they started going up uh, every day after the 31st. So you want to make sure that you pay it on the 31st if you are in a position to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the 31st of January? Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. 
Taxes going up in Dallas County. Oh yeah, uh, property taxes uh, uh, go up every year, and uh, while they are down there in the legislature saying they're trying to reduce property taxes and all that, the mm-hmm. way they talk about reducing it, you you have to you have to listen very carefully because they may talk about reducing the property tax rate or some aspect of the formula that that ultimately results in you paying whatever you you have been assessed to pay. But you still may notice your property taxes not going down significantly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's important that everyone pay close attention uh, all year mm-hmm. when they do the assessments. And, and uh, I talk about the value of your property and as the uh, property values go up, your uh, property taxes are going to go up as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they try to also manipulate with the exemption. Uh, you hear them talking about how they're trying to increase uh, the exemptions of the property taxes, and they're using that as a means to say, well, your property taxes can go, go down because certain exemptions have been increased. You have to pay close attention to that mm-hmm. and see if those exemptions apply to you, whether or not you are eligible to receive those exemptions. And if you are, then you need to take the necessary steps to make sure those exemptions are applied. But they have to be applied. Uh, they can't be applied down for last year's taxes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, if you want the exemptions to apply, you have to be working to get those applied now so that when your taxes are assessed for 2023, that mm-hmm. the exemption would kick in. Well, now, uh, when a person gets behind on those taxes, what can really happen to them? Oh, the, the, if you get behind on your taxes, they can, they can take your property. They will sue you uh, for delinquent, to collect delinquent property taxes. And they will grab the property. Uh, well, let's put it like this. They can grab the property. Uh, when I say they, I'm talking about the taxing entities. Mm-hmm. Grab the property, take possession of it, and sell the property to collect the delinquent property taxes. So mm-hmm. you can lose your property by not paying property taxes. Uh, usually, how long do they go before they take your property? Well, I would, let's put it like this. But they have to sue you first. You know, they have to let you know you're delinquent and they try to collect. So it, it may take you about nine months or so. If, 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 if you refuse to pay your property taxes on the 31st, uh, let's put it like this. They may, they may be able to grab your property by the end of the year, depending on how the courts are are proceeding. Well, no. They could. That don't mean they will. They could. Because sometimes what happens is just because you delinquent on one year's property taxes don't necessarily mean that they're going to go and grab your property. Mm-hmm. You know, they just try to work something out with you. And it, it may be, you may, if you've been behind a couple of years or something, that's when you need to be extremely concerned. But mm-hmm. they could, they, they don't have to wait. 
but they try to work and wait, work things out with me. After that first day, they 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 really could begin that process then, right? They could begin the process then, but but they don't they don't generally grab your property after you are delinquent doing it from the first year. I mean, they give you time to work it out. Some people have property taxes where they they've been delinquent for multiple years, and mm-hmm. they don't start to grab their property until you know after a couple of years or a few years have gone by, and they're delinquent and behind on their property taxes. So. But, you, you know, you can't necessarily rely on that. You, you try to get those property taxes taken care of as soon as possible. And also, you don't want them to continue to increase the amount that you owe. Mm-hmm. And if they, if they have to sue you to do it, the attorney's fees go on top of that. I mean, you know, it, it can mm-hmm. get very burdensome yeah. from an economic standpoint. Well, I know you're tired of me asking you this question, but let me say this. I still have people who ask me this to ask you about heirs of property. Mom and Daddy did. Mom and Daddy has seven children. The oldest, they say, take over and start handling the property and and they leasing it out, the oldest handling it and everything. Then the oldest die. Uh, is there any, give me the formula on that. Who gets that property when mom and daddy die? If, if mom and daddy don't make any arrangements, nobody's gonna get it. Let's put it like this. I'm gonna, I, I say this over and over again to people. Mm-hmm. In the United States of America, there is no birthright when it comes to ownership or interest in property. Right. You say that a lot. The only way you can become an heir to your parents is if the court, probate court, declares you an heir. All you are is a descendant. You're eligible to be an heir, but you're not an heir unless the court says you are. And... Just because of the fact that your parents own the property, you are not entitled to anything. And, okay. and that's, uh, Attorney Robinson, that uh, seemed to be a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. That they're not, ju- they're not an heir by birth. They are not an heir by birth. And, 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 and you know, you know what, uh, Rem Barnett? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I do know why, but people are so hard-headed when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. You tell them that, and, and and they 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 try to argue argue down. They will. I mean, some some people have gotten angry with me when I say that. I said that. Listen to the show. I'll ask him again. I've asked you this I don't know how many times. And when you tell them, they get mad with me, I guess. I didn't make the law. You keep asking me as many times because I don't care whether they get mad or not. The fact of the matter is they got to know what the law is regarding their interest if they, if they have any interest in their parents' property. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't. Mm-hmm. Not because that's their parents. So they are not an heir because of birth. They are not an heir by birth. That's correct. And you can only become an heir if the court declares you to be an heir. Mm-hmm. All they are is a descendant in the statute. There's a provision called descent and distribution. Mm-hmm. And it says that a child is descendant of the parent. Yes. Okay. All that does is make you eligible to become an heir if the court declares you to be an heir. But you're not an heir because of the fact that you are the son of your parents or the daughter of your parents. What about a child that's, see, a young child? Uh, do they have anything, you know, definitely under 21. I say, let's, let's just use one, say, 12 years old. A young child loses his parents, her parents. Uh, something happens, suddenly they die. What happens then in that situation? It's the same. If if a minor loses their parents, it's the same. They are not they are not an heir of the parents because of the fact that they are a child. They have no birthright. Now mm-hmm. they are eligible to be declared an heir, and when you make an application for a declaration of heirship with the probate court, then you establish the fact that the 12-year-old is, in fact, a descendant of the parent. Mm-hmm. And you ask the court to declare the 12-year-old as an heir of the parent. Mm-hmm. But the court has to do that. Well, I, I guess I was right when I told. A lady got so angry with me when I told her that one day. Because I was listening to what you're saying. They say birthright doesn't mean uh, they are heirs automatically. And uh, a 12-year-old has been born. And and the home is paid for and everything. They don't automatically get it. And it does not matter to become his or hers. And that lady got something with me. And uh, I don't know. Well, well. people got to they. they People can't allow their ignorance of the law to control mm-hmm. their thought process and their actions. Mm-hmm. They need to talk to someone. That's why I always tell everybody: get your lawyer, an attorney. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to what people tell you on the street and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to consult with somebody who knows what they're talking about. And then you can read the law for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's in the statute. But I mean, I know you're not lawyers, but an attorney can direct you to the to the estate code, and the estate code tells you that. Mm-hmm. And so, and and when someone tells you that who is is licensed and educated in that area, you need to listen. Mm-hmm. You don't step in and argue with somebody. If I'm telling you that the law says 
that you're not an heir until the court declares you an heir. You don't argue with me about the fact that all this, all that kind of stuff. You know, you listen. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe it, go look it up for yourself. Mm-hmm. But that, but don't go, uh, don't go telling other people, and don't go saying, "Well, uh, that's my extra property, so I don't need to do anything." Uh, uh, that's my mama, and, and I'm just gonna go and move in her house after she after she died. No, 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 you can't do that. That's her house. Yeah. Wow. And really, uh, uh, Attorney Robinson, that they, uh, I mean, it says something about this law angers people. And uh, they, is, it, is, is it just that hard to believe that just because that was your mama and uh, that was your daddy or whatever and they die, it, the property is not necessarily yours? Although they pay for it. Well, they are angered because they think that 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 they should have a right and interest in assets, certain assets that their parents acquired during the course of their life. And mm-hmm. they automatically pass on to them because of the fact that they are their descendants. But the law isn't like that. Yeah. It never was like that in America. And even though it may have some similarities in, in other countries like England, which is where most of our laws come from, mm-hmm. even then, they didn't have it because all the land belonged to the king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, I've got a caller. I've got to call us. Hey, they want to talk to you right now. I'm, I'm gonna throw this thing on your back when I start to, when I take a call. Well, 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 uh, Reverend Barnett. Before you do that, uh, in regards to the person's question who asked the question about the gag order. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Go right ahead. He asked a question about the gag order. Court, if in fact you are a party to a case or you are. Uh, potential witness to a case and you're on somebody's witness list, uh, principal in the case, the, the judge can declare a gag order. It doesn't matter whether you're on the city council or even the president of the United States. <laughs> you're subject to that gag order. And, uh, so you, you you have to comply. And if you don't understand the gag order, then you need to consult with somebody so they can interpret it for you or, or the judge will interpret it for you as well. They can find you and put you in jail behind those gag orders, can't they? Uh, no question. That's the <laughs> If you're subject to the gag order and you don't comply, they can uh, proceed on a contempt of court, and they can put you in jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I tell you what, it's 820. This time passing too fast today. Uh, uh, 972-647-1893 is the number to call, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back, and you're on with attorney Malcolm Robinson Pierre. Who do we have? And James uh, is on line one. James? Yes. All right, good morning, James. Yeah, good morning, uh, mm-hmm. Reverend and the Barrister. Mm-hmm. Uh, barrister, if a, uh, a property owner dies and does not leave a will and, you know, he's interstate on, and it's got to go through probate, uh, the property uh, automatically reverts to uh, the estate of the 
uh, the person who died. So the question is, how long uh, is there a time limit imposed, or can can that uh, property remain in uh, estate status forever? Or does you know is there uh, any kind of time uh, limitation on the process? Uh, and that's basically the question. Do you understand? Well, uh, I may need you to clarify something. You said that if a person dies and they own property, they, they own the property. Is that correct? Right. And they do not have a will or they do have a will? They do not have a will. Okay. If they die and they do not have a will, the, pro the property, uh, either way, but the property has to go through uh, probate court for the probate court right. to declare who are the heirs of the deceased person in order for those heirs to be entitled to any of the assets of the deceased person. Right, but my question is in the case of the heirs not going through probate and the property remaining in the estate status, what happens and is there a time limit on that process? Well, it doesn't get in a state status unless someone files the probate the decedent's estate. You know, the name on the deed will just be the deceased name on the deed. And it'll stay like that uh, for a long period of time until someone tries to take some action uh, regarding a property or interest of that property. So, I mean, they have prop there's property out there now in which person's great-great-grandparent's name is on the deed, still on the deed. Nobody's done anything. And the only person who has title interest in that property is a great-great-grandparent. No one okay, else. Okay, so, so basically there's no time limit on how long that property can uh, remain uh, with, uh, with no legal heir. There's basically... Uh, no statutory time limit that uh, how long that property could uh, could remain with that deceased person's name on it until such time as there's some action. Now, somebody got to pay property taxes on it, and if property taxes are not paid on it, and the person's deceased, it, it won't it won't remain on there long because the the property taxing entities is going to grab the property. So you understand what I'm saying? Uh, the property, uh, I didn't hear that last part. If the person dies and their name is on the on the deed, it, uh, property taxes still have to be paid on that property. So right. when you ask how long will it remain in that status, it won't remain in there too long because the taxing entities are going to demand that property taxes be paid. If nobody pays the property taxes, they are going to grab the property. Right, but if they are being, if the taxes are being paid by various and sundry individuals, uh, how long can it last like that? It can last like that for a, a significant period of time until some action is taken or someone tries to dispose of the property or something along those lines. But the, okay, but the only person that has legal title or interest in it is the deceased person, nobody else. Okay, well, thank you very much. That answers my question.
All right. Thank you for your call and comment. All right. They clear the line. <clears throat> 972-647-1893. Bring me a call on. Uh, yeah, uh, Robert, he's on line two. Robert? Yes. All righty, good morning, Robert. You're on with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. Uh, good morning, Reverend Dr. Burnett and, and Attorney mm -hmm. Robinson. I, good I, morning. That same situation that the person just mentioned, uh, I bought some property from the 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 grand <sighs> the granddaughter, the the property only died his children died and I bought it from the granddaughter and the county had filed and was had filed taxes on it and the county could not find a legal owner and I was able to find a granddaughter and bought the land from the granddaughter so what you just said to the, the your, your previous caller uh, I've been in that situation but and also I think that people need to know that because a deceased person died and you are the son or daughter and you pay taxes on the property and the 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 the, the, the other uh, sibling may have children and they may have passed and have children in say California somewhere and because you pay the taxes in Dallas you think you have more rights in the siblings in California, I think people need to understand that you have no more rights than that person, uh, that, 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 that family member that inherited the brother, sister, whatever, and if they deceased, the children own the property, and because you're paying taxes, that means that you have ownership of the property. So I think I hear that a lot. So I think, can you, can you explain that, uh, Attorney Robinson? Yes. Paying property taxes on property does not entitle you to any legal title or interest unless you are the owner named on the deed. Property taxes doesn't entitle you to anything. You have to be the person named on the deed. That's what they need to hear, too. Because people, I hear that all the time. Well, I'm paying the taxes, so I'm, I'm the one that owns the property. No, you don't do not own the property. Well, you know, I know they say that, and they don't want to listen. But uh, some people have to learn things the hard way. They don't, they don't want to learn it the easy way. They want to learn it the hard way. So you just have to know Right, and everybody that I talk to, you know, because I'm no attorney, I send them to you. To, have you had many people call and say that Robert Petrie referred referred? Them I have had you? a number of people call me say Robert Petrie gave you your name. I, I, I refer, I refer them all to you. Let's look at it. Let me tell you who you need to call if if, if you need to hire. I, I, I appreciate that, Mr. Petrie. <laughs> okay. All right. So, hello. Did you
The other people are going to take a little knock on the head for them to understand that, that, that you, certain things you just can't do. You just have to accept what you can and cannot do under the law. I that's a, that's a piece of property that I was some acres that I was trying to buy in one of the counties outside of Dallas. And uh, the, the, the family inherited the property. And they think that because they paid $500 on the taxes, but the taxes is over $100,000. And they think that, you know, so they just waiting to get possession of that property in the county. You know, they got people at the county that uh, that works along with, with county and them little country towns, and, and, and they go down there and buy that property where blacks don't pay the taxes, and they, they end up with it. No question about it. And uh, so, um, again, you know, it, it, you, you just can tell them, and uh, some people just decide they, not, they, they know more than what you know, so, you know, hey, what can I say? That's right. Right. <laughs> Because you paid the taxes on it doesn't automatically give you the property, and then uh, you have to go get those deeds changed or whatever it takes. And then I tell them to call him, but but they they get they they just don't some of this stuff they just don't believe because they've heard something different all their life. So well, they hear it from Attorney Robertson, and, and a lot of my knowledge that that I have. Of, of real estate has come from listening to Attorney Robertson on your show for, for years. So, well, that's a lot of people. A lot of people have. Right. Mm-hmm. So, All right. I thank you. Thank you. All thank right. you, Robert. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Uh, who do we have here? Uh, Mr. T is on line three. Mr. T? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Mr. T. And good morning, sir. How are you doing? Yes, you're on with Attorney Robinson. Yes, how are you doing, Mr. Attorney Robinson? I guess uh, all I want to say on uh, on this show is I really want people to listen to you. I really mm-hmm. do. Uh, I because, sure do. Um, because that's happened to me in my own personal life. A family member of mine died, and the people that was living in that house uh, did not pay the property taxes, and that house was up for sale. A family member of mine told me he ain't going nowhere. He might have to put me out. Well, the sheriff's department came and did just that. 
Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so, so I am saying that uh, I looked uh, online, I saw the property, and it was a shame because a family member of mine, uh, uh, you know, he ate his children in that house and stuff. So uh, everybody that's listening to this broadcast, uh, uh, pre- uh, please listen to this brother. Uh, and what he has to say because it'll, it'll save people a whole lot of heartache and headache. That's what we try to do. We try to alert people and, then, and let them go and find and get the information. So from a, from a, a person who is uh, knowledgeable in the area, and that's an attorney that's licensed in the state of Texas in, and practices in this area, probate and real estate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the so. point. <clears throat> no, I'm just going to say that's important because I'd rather learn it than life has to teach you less. And uh, and that's what happened to my personal family member. So yeah. I just wanted to say that. I got to go. All right. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. All righty. Bring me up another call. Good way up here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Arlene. Arlene is on line one. Arlene? Arlene, yes. Alrighty. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Arlene. You're on with Attorney Robinson. Okay, Attorney Robinson, I have one question. I have a house in Oklahoma, and I had my three kids' names put on the deed. Is there a benefit to doing that? Well, well, it depends on how you own the house. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I own the property in Oklahoma, and I'm in Texas, and I rent it out, and I had their names put on the deeds about five or six, ten years ago, probably. How did how were their names put on the deed to your property? I sent some a, a, a form. They sent me a form, and then I put their names on the um, form, and they put their names on the deed. Okay. Now, number one, that's in Oklahoma, so that's under Oklahoma law. So I can't really comment on the effectiveness of what you did uh, under Oklahoma law. But uh, that property will be governed by the laws of the state of Oklahoma, where the property is located. But okay, it's, it's so property. if I wanted to do that in Texas, can you tell me? Because I own property in Texas if I had the three kids' names put on it. So how would that benefit in Texas? Well, in Texas, you can't just put your child's name on the deed. First of all, you want to make sure your name is on the deed. Uh, and then you can convey uh, some interest in the property to your, ch- to your children. Or the other thing you can do is you can, uh, if you want to leave the property to them upon your passing, then you... You need to do a uh, will that's, that's a legal will that's a ve- that can be admitted to probate in Texas that will have your children as beneficiaries. So and it has to be stated in the will that I want them to have the property. Is that correct? Because I have a will. It has to be stated in the will that your children as beneficiaries. Uh, you want them to have title and interest in your real property. Okay, thank be. you so much. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. That will, that will 
that will, upon your passing, that will has to be in the, the probate. So when you do the will, one, you need to have the will reviewed by an attorney to make sure that it's a, it's a legal, legal will under the laws of the state of Texas. And then when you pass, you have to, your pers the person who, who has the original will has to get the will admitted to probate. Having a will is not, uh, by itself, is not sufficient unless it is admitted to probate after the person dies. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Yes, I do understand. Okay, so you have to make sure when you do the will and you name beneficiaries and you name a person to be appointed executor of your estate, you have to let them know that they have to file an application and get that will admitted to probate. The will is, has no legal force or effect unless it is admitted to probate under the laws of the state of Texas. Okay. Okay? Yes, I do. All right. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for your call. I tell you what, 972-647-1893 is the number to reach us. We are up against a short break, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back on with attorney Malcolm Robinson letting out, giving us great, 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 great information for people because we have lost, lost a lot of our freedom because of property being taken away from valuable property. We've lost probably billions of dollars in property right here in Texas. It's Valuable great. property taken away. People going, trying to do it themselves. They, they, I call them those, uh, I don't know, itchy, itchy, uh, information. They didn't heard somewhere. Somebody talking to them, don't know the first thing about the law. is telling them what to do, and they go and... They lose their property. They mad with the world. But I tell you people, the reason why I love having him on, because he let y'all know, don't go down there without consulting with an attorney. That's uh, correct. Do they sometimes have to, don't they have to take him, take y'all with them? Or, 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 how, how does that work? In terms of? Uh, going to court. Oh, going to court? Yeah. Oh, if they have to go to court, then they should definitely consult with an attorney and get the uh, plan an attorney to represent their, mm -hmm. their interests. Yeah. Depends on what they're going to court for. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, you don't, you shouldn't just go to court without consulting with an attorney regarding the issue or whatever that is being before the court. And you may need to retain an attorney to uh, uh, go with you to, rep to represent your interest and assist you in whatever the matter is. Mm -hmm. All right, and you keeping our lines. Our lines are jammed all full. Come on up here and bring me, bring me up some calls. All right, uh, Jeff is on line two. Jeff? Yes. Okay. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Yes, you're on with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. 
Good morning. I inherited property down in uh, East Texas. My father. Uh, my sister was alive at that time. She passed. And I've been paying the taxes on it since 87. So I want to sell it, but I have my sister's two children, and they don't want to help me pay the taxes on it, but they don't want to sell the property. Can I for sale the property? Well, first of all, let me, let me make sure I'm clear. You say you want to sell it. Is the D in your name? Well, uh, yes. They send me all the tax records every year, and they haven't. They won't make themselves part of the probate. They refuse to do anything, but they don't want to get rid of the property. Okay, let me, let me have, have, do you have a current copy of the deed of record for that property? You have to get it from the, uh, the deed office or the clerk's office in the county where the property is located. Do you have a current copy of that deed? Yes. And is it's your name, my name on the deed? Uh, it's the estate of Billie Jean Chapin. Okay, so it belongs to the estate. It doesn't belong. It's not doesn't belong to you. Right. So I need okay, to get the so deed over my name. So you cannot sell a property. So if okay. the property. If the, if the name on the deed to the property is the estate of whoever, then that's, the, that's who actually owns the property, the estate. So you can't tell it because you don't have any title or interest in that property, even though you may be paying the property tax. Right. So you, you need to consult with an attorney and get that cleared up because you think that that property allows you to sell it, and it does not, based upon what you're saying. You cannot sell that property. Well, I need, to, I need to call you next week and get together with you and get this straightened out. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. looking up your number. I've got to look up your number online, and it doesn't come up very <laughs> I'm going to tell you my number right now. Right okay. now. The number is 214-941-0717, extension 303. I'm going to say it again. 214-941-0717, extension 303. You got it? I got it. Okay. You call there and you... You leave a message, and I'll make sure I'll call you back, and then we'll discuss it, what what you're going to need. Because you cannot All sell right. that property based on what you say right now. Nobody can. Well, I get the estate. Okay? I got I got three buyers. Want to, got a contract. got three contracts in front of me. <laughs> yeah, well, I understand, but yeah, I'm sorry you can't do it. Well, if they don't make themselves, the niece and nephew doesn't make themselves part of the estate, then what entitlement do they have to it? Well, that, that, they don't have any more entitlement than you do. Okay. So, so if I do make I, my name on the deed and they don't want to do anything, I, I just soon just get their money, whatever they take, my tax money to what I pay that they owe me, Back out of what their share is, 
and give them their money, whatever's left over after I sell it. Well, you want to get strike now. Right now, you can't sell it, so it, it, it's it's an academic discussion because you don't have uh, legal title to the property. Right. You don't own the property. But I can force the sale of the property after I get ownership of it. No, you cannot. You cannot well, do anything. I'm not gonna, and I'm going to get my share out of it, and okay, well, well, the each can pay their own. Well, wait, right now, you can't do anything with it, okay, based upon what you uh, have said. You have no okay. title interest in that property. All right. We'll get this straightened out next week. Okay. Thank you. All right, we thank you for your call. Thank you. Your clear the line, 972-647-1893. Pierre, who do we have next? Uh, we have uh, Georgia on uh, line three. Georgia? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Georgia. Good morning, sir. You're on with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. And okay. Starbucks Thank arrive. You. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I'm in the state of Texas, and I'll just explain it from, only take a half a minute to a minute, explain the situation. In the state of Texas, there were two people married who bought a property while they were married. Neither one of them had children together in the marriage, but they both had children outside of the marriage on both sides, husband and wife. They didn't adopt each other's children. The wife passed away six years ago. The husband on the property deed, both of their names are on the deed. The husband moved in and acquired the property the husband remarried a new wife. The new wife and the husband had no children together, although the new wife adopted two children while they were married. The husband passed away. He left a will entitling his new wife to inherit all of his estate, property, personal possessions, and what have you. Understanding that they are heirs to the, to the former wife, they are heirs to the husband, but to the new wife, there is no connection with children. The children, two children that the new wife adopted, she adopted them in her name, but not her name and his name. So what is the situation? Who takes ownership of the property at this point? Are you a law professor or something? No, sir. Well, that you 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 laying out a, a law school exam question. Oh my goodness! First of all, let me just let me just say this. I'm not okay. I'm not going to answer your question because it, it take too long. Let me just mm -hmm. say this: If a, a husband and wife marry and they purchase property during the course of their marriage, that property is community property. He yes, he has half interest in the property and she has half interest. That's community property. If one yes, person sir. dies, then then their their interest has to be probated. So if one spouse dies, the interest has to be probated. Okay? He doesn't just automatically take over the interest of the spouse. It has to go her her interest has to go through probate court because that's part of her estate. If he dies, 
then his interests have to go through probate court because that's part of his estate. Now, that's as it relates to the the two, the uh, husband and the, uh, and the wife. Community property, if they buy the yes, property sir. during the course of their marriage. You got that? Okay. Yes, sir. Now, when they get there to the children, the children have no interest at all uh, uh, unless and until they are declared to be an heir of either one of the, of the deceased parents. So that's okay. all right. The, the fact that they are their children gives them no right unless they become an heir as it relates to the property. The probate court have to declare them to be an heir of their parents, whoever their parents may be. Now, okay. uh, they, as a descendant of the parent, they are eligible to be named an heir. Now, if, in fact, they adopted children are eligible the same as biological children. Got okay. That. Okay. Even though even though the adopted children were not adopted by both of the uh, parents, the adopted child is eligible to receive from the adopted parent or parents. So, okay. if it, it doesn't have necessarily have to be both of them, they will receive from the parent that adopted them. Okay. You got that? Now, parents and children that are born outside the marriage are on the same level as children that's born in the marriage because they are biological children. Okay. So they, they, they are descendants just as if they were born during the course of the marriage. And so okay. they, they become half, they may become half brothers or half sisters or whatever the situation may be. Okay. Okay. But their rights are the same as the ones that's born as a result of the marriage and the adopted. Okay. Adopted children, children born outside the marriage, they are biological children, and biological children born during the marriage all are on equal footing as it relates to the estate of the parent or parents, the biological okay. parents or adopted parents. Got it. Got yeah. that? Now, yes, sir. In order One, to respond to your question, it's going to take a little bit more time because you got a lot more involved. So I'm just giving you some basic stuff. Yes, sir. If I can, one other, well, two other questions, maybe just one. Uh, I don't could could you uh, uh, hurry? I'm just about out of time, and that's all the lines of feel. Call him back. Uh, uh, yeah. Attorney Robinson, would you uh, give out your number one more time? Yes, 214. 941 0717, extension 303. That's 214 941 0717, extension 303. All right. Thank you for your call. All right. Nicholas, line 972 647 1893. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, um, four is on the uh, line two. Four. Who? Uh, Paul. Who? Paul. Online uh, uh, two. Hello, uh, hello. You're on with Attorney Robinson. Hello, brother. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Go, go right ahead with your question. We're running out of time. Let me call back. I have mine sitting there, but let me just call back next time. All right. Cut him off and bring another one up. Okay, so uh, Tim is on line one. All right. Good morning, Tim. Hello, Tim. Are you there? I hear somebody in the back. Tim, are you there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, please. Yes, huh? Listen to listen to your telephone. You're on with Attorney Robinson. Good morning. Can I have your name, please? Yes, sir. I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, go right ahead and talk to Attorney Robinson. Yeah, yeah, Attorney Robinson. Right now? Um, I just purchased okay. a puppy a year ago. Uh, it's a new bill. I'm a veteran. I went downtown the first of the year to try to pay the taxes. Actually, I suppose been taxed exempt. What do I go in to get this taxes there? But I think somebody dropped the ball on me. Uh, the party's worth about four hundred thousand dollars now, so it's a new bill. So what do I need to do? What would be the process? Uh, I called down this after which is third week in January to call back or something. Can you help me with that, sir? Well. First of all, I got to make sure I understand what it is that you that you're talking about, and so okay, uh, you, you 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 may need to call me at the office at two one four nine four one zero seven one seven extension three zero three. Okay, you got that. Well, let me explain. I'm a yeah, I'm a veteran, and uh, and, and I'm supposed to be tagged exempt. That's the only thing I'm saying. How do you go by and, 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 and not paying those taxes? That's the only question I have for you, sir. Well, if you tax exempt, you just have to tell the tax assessor that you uh, presume you have filed and received a tax exemption. Okay, now I have a filed it yet. They dropped the ball on me. My, uh, my realtor dropped the ball. My question to you, where do I go and file that? I can't go downtown. There's another place I'm supposed to go. Do you have that address? No, I do not. If, 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 you, okay. if you are tax exempt, you trying to get benefits from your tax exemption, you need to call the tax appraiser's office, assessor's office. Yeah, call, yeah that's right. Call the appraiser's office. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Thank, okay. thank you, Pastor. The appraiser's office. That's, thank you so yeah. much. All that's right. it. That's all I need to know. Thank you. All right. Boy. You 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 made him happy. I don't know what was going on, but he you answered something real sweet to him. <laughs> he just forgot which office it was. I think. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that's what I think. I think All that's right. what it was. <laughs> All right, let's whip another one on for a minute. I I I'm completely out of time. I hate to be rude, but I'm have to cut him off. Just give give him a few seconds. Bring me up another one. I don't know. Okay. Uh, we have Pat on uh, line uh, three. Pat? Yes. Uh, no, she's gone. Actually, so she, we have she a, hung up? Yeah, uh, uh, Trina. Trina. Trina on line two. Trina on line two. All right. Good morning, Trina. Hi. I have one question. Well, maybe two. Mm -hmm. I want to know what are widows' rights in Texas and if heirs don't show up, during probate court, and they don't want to have anything to do with it, what happens then? Does the widow gain rights to the estate, or what? Okay, what, what was the first question? What are widow's rights to live in a property after a deceased 
uh, the owner passed away, if she's the widow and he passes away and there are other heirs to the estate, well, the question is... We have rights to remain in the property. Attorney Robinson, uh, Trina, Trina, yes. yes. I'm yes. afraid that uh, we've run out of time and we're going to have to sign off and uh, call him back next week. And thank you, Attorney Robinson. And yes. uh, we got to get out of here and got to run. And Lord bless you and keep you all. Amen, everybody. So y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And listen to us tomorrow morning, 930, Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr. Bye-bye.